0: Welcome to Japan According to Akio, everything you wanted to know, or didn't think you needed to know, about Japan. With me, your host, Akio, living in Japan since 2004, and giving you the lowdown on what it's like to live in and around Tokyo. Hey, what's up? Um, It's episode 68. I made this a short but sweet one, Uh, not too long not too short Just right um, Talked about You know Gave you some updates With me What's going on Talked about the era changing Golden weeks coming Different things like that If you don't have no idea What I'm talking about Just listen to the podcast You'll figure it out and then we got into Ghibli. I, I alluded to it on the previous podcast, but so I decided to just go ahead and jump right into it. Didn't get through the whole list. I got through like three or four movies. Um, we'll, we'll pick it up with part two. But if, if you've never seen a Ghibli movie or you haven't seen all of them, go ahead and give it a listen. You know, um, get your Netflix ready, get your whatever streaming service you got ready. Hit the library on it. You know, start start trying to find track down these films. They're definitely uh, worth the time. You know, I only really talked about the ones that I personally know about, so I'm just trying to stick to that format. So, um, give it a listen, watch a couple of them, and next week we'll pick up the list and uh, hope ideally finish it up. But this week, enjoy. Hey everyone, what's up? What's up? What's up? 69, oh not 69, 68 I'm so excited to get to the 69 Ooh, (laughs) Nah, Um, welcome to episode 68 of the podcast If you don't know, you're tuned into Japan according to Akil I'm trying to adjust things I got a new uh, pop filter on my little stand here It's a lot smaller than my previous one So I'm kind of trying to figure out how to deal with this thing. Uh yeah, you know. I guess after some time of use the other one pop filters get kinda moldy and disgusting. So you gotta throw them things away. Well, I mean if you think about it, you're spitting I'm spitting on the thing, you know, as I'm talking, so after it is it's giving me that was the first one I had, it's giving me a couple of years of service, so it's time to chuck that motherfucker out. But anyway, uh <laughs> anyway uh, sorry, this for the podcast coming out a little bit late, um, recording this on a Tuesday night. As you probably know, I try to record on a Sunday or a Monday when, when I'm at my best, but um, I was just like about to start doing other shit and it's like 11 o'clock and I'm like, oh fuck, I didn't record a podcast. And last time, you know, I was kind of slacked off and got caught up with other stuff. So I was like, let me just, once I get it recorded, you know, that's the the longest Lengthiest part, so the other stuff I can kind of just bang out during the course of my day and just put it online. So um at least you know, definitely it will be coming at you. You know, probably uh in the next several few hours I'll, I'll I'll get through it. But but this one's not going to be too long because I'm caught up in reading this uh really interesting book. I'm gonna we're gonna be mobile. I'm gonna walk and, and find the book. Uh, just to let you know what I'm on, uh, I've bought the Japanese version of this book for my family, and it was recommended to me by a friend. And uh, he's actually going to a whoa, 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 whoa. chaos. <laughs> he's actually going to a seminar by this dude uh, in America, but his name is uh, Phil Town. and the book, I don't know if you heard of it. It's called Rule One. Uh, the simple strategy for successful investing in only 15 minutes a week and again his name is phil town uh i've heard, i listened to like a podcast with the guy seems like a really reputable dude um he comes from under the warren buffett school of finance and um his story is really interesting and you know just from his story listening to him she, it seems like the type of information that I want to be plugged in personally, too. So um, I've had I don't know if you've been in, ever invested but uh, or do invest, but I have in the past and I've made several mistakes. So um, which inevitably blessings in disguise, which led me to the path I'm on now, um, you know, uh, so. This time around, I'm trying to do things the right way and, 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 and do my homework and study and become an educated type of person on those type of things so that, you know, if my life, knock on wood, when my life goes in the direction that I wanted to, that I've been working towards, I would like to be prepared and be able to handle whatever comes my way, so... Um I, I was just reading it last night a few pages and and it's really reading a little bit more and it's kind of interesting really interesting. So before I get into that I was like let me just sit down and record this podcast. I got home early a little bit tonight so um let me just do some of that, do some reading and then I'll go to sleep. But um so that that yeah I got I got a few things I wanted to bring up and and then I'm going to um Slide on out. It's not gonna be. Too, I always say it's not gonna be too long, but uh, I'm really gonna try and, you know, not make it that long. It's just so that I can get some reading and, and stuff done. Um, but anyway, uh, first, first most important thing is that I have changed my Instagram. If you follow me on Instagram, or you probably may or may not have noticed my name, I've essentially transferred my instagram name to which is uh w a t s o n. if you want to take a peep over to it you know um you know you don't i'm not encouraging anyone to follow me on there (laughs) because that again i've talked about it before in the podcast i've kind of separated my my content and so since you know for business and, and things like that domestically here in japan it's a lot better to just have my name being the main thing so for branding issues and stuff like that so i've just taken that and made it for my strictly for my japanese content just which is actually kind of fun because i'm just putting out, you know, older pictures that have been on the more established uh, Instagram account, and you're just playing with filters and doing dumb shit, and, um, you know, you got my little advertisement stuff in my profile and all that, but, um, so yeah, I'm having fun with that, Uh, and I've changed the name of my previous account to Japan according to Akil, I think that's the more appropriate thing, since that's pretty much what it, what it's there for. So, my I've, the if you follow me on Instagram, the account that you know is officially now Japan, according to Akil... And Watson is some sh- completely different shit. That has nothing to do with you, more than likely. <laughs> so just don't even worry about it. Dude, that's probably the last time you're going to hear me mention it. From now on, officially, Japan, according to Akil, is the website that I'd like for you to um, follow me on. Again, you know, I'm just trying to get my, my shit together, man. I'm just trying to kick it into the next phase. So um, that's, I'd say, the main thing for me. For me personally, uh, from Japan-wise, at a national level, if you haven't heard, Japan, we're approaching Golden Week, which is, you know, the spring holiday, which is a series of several uh, consecutive—not always consecutive, but a series of several holidays that get kind of strung together and create— um, a semi-holiday season, if you will. Um, depending on how they're lined up in the year, it, it's normally like five days off in a row. You know, sometimes like three, two, three, or some other shit like that, depending on the situation. However, this year, ooh, shit, shit got real this year because we're entering a new era. We're entering the Reiwa area. Reiwa, if you want to say it in a Japanese way, Reiwa. R e a w a. I'm not even gonna try and translate it. It's, it. I've heard it translated a lot of different ways, depending on the news channel you you watch and and the interpretation that the people want to give. It can have a lot of different connotations. Um, I'm just not even gonna get into it because I haven't even really looked at all the different variations of the of the translation enough to give my two cents on what it what it means. Um, but I kind of knew that why, which is peace was going to be somewhere, I just had a feeling, maybe I mentioned this before in a previous podcast, I can't remember, um, I'm getting, again, de- I'm, I'm getting deja vu, I just got, to, I just finished taking a bath, so I'm all loosey-goosey anyway, um, but, but yeah, I think I did mention that before, um. But yeah, so we're entering labor. So we're going to have, uh, from May 1st is the start of the new era. So what's going to happen is we have a 10-day holiday here, which is, of course, everything's going to fucking shut down. You know, um, banks are going to be closed for 10 days and, and, I don't know, government offices and all this shit. So everyone's, like, trying to hurry up and wrap up all their shit Uh, You know, companies are closing for ten days and everything like that. So companies are trying to wrap up their shit uh, this week, and then a few of my students have a bunch of shit to handle, you know, with deadlines or whatnot, and they're trying to just get it all done before Friday because that's when everything shuts down. Of course, that my job is the complete opposite. When everyone's bored, they just fucking want to come study English. So uh, I'm. I'm not ta- I'm not working the whole holiday. I'm going to take like a few days off in there, like total four. So I'm doing one day off uh for myself Saturday just to take a me day. <laughs> and then I got like a few days at the start of the month uh like about 3 days off in a row which is dedicated to family time. So I at least like to get some time to sleep in and just chill out on the on the, the 27th knock on wood like I can get that much and then like you know it's just work and, and other family obligations and stuff, but um, but I want just to talk a little bit about errors and then go into the main topic I got for you guys today. So, uh, what's call it? Uh, wait, wait, I just my again sorry, I just got off the shower, the bath. I, I'm actually realizing how kind of. Mellow, I am right now. So, sorry. I'm I, again, I just kind of pushed myself to record. So, this might not be the best type of shit on here. So, we talked about Reva, we talked about, um, oh yeah, eras. Duh, 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 that's what I wanted to talk about. Okay, so, uh, we're entering a new era right now, currently, until the first, we're in the Heisei era of Japan, which is the 33rd 30, 30 year. I think we're in the 33rd 30, 30 year of the Heisei era. Um, This is something you're really going to need to know if you're moving to Japan, what era you're in. Two things. You're going to need to know what era you're currently in and the year, the current year, which I apparently don't know (laughs) that well. (laughs) And I think it's the 33rd year. And the second one, you're going to need to know the era and the year you were born in. So, me, per, you, you, of course, now we got the internet, you can just look it up in, in two seconds. But you're gonna need to know that, especially like dealing with anything official, because a lot of forms and things like that, you have to write and fill in the, your year on the Japanese imperial calendar, right? So, um, that's like the official way things go. So, for example, me, I'm, I was born in a Showa in 1957, I'm 37 years old, so that was 1982 and um yeah like you just gotta learn it like you you know and we're entering a new era so uh it'll start over from from year one and 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 go through there they announced it like i think at the beginning of this month and then there was a big scram like so that's been like the talk of the town for the whole month uh on japanese tv and pretty much everywhere uh jokes and pop culture it's just a pop culture thing you know um the emperor, I, I don't know if I, I didn't talk about it in detail. The emperor, he was just abdicated. He's abdicating, basically, the throne. He's like, look, fuck it, I'm old. I am try- I got a few years left in my life. I'm just trying to chill the fuck out with my wife. You know, not doing all this shit. So, <laughs> So, basically, that's what he said. He's just like, look, can I just stop this? And they had to change the law to allow him to retire, basically, because the emperor wasn't allowed to retire. He just keeps going until he fucking drops basically is, is how it's been done traditionally but it's changed now so that's kind of the big news that's happening so that's what's going on there um you know you'll probably see a headline in international news of course it'll be nonstop coverage of the ceremony and i'll be bringing it to you I don't know. I, I might watch a few minutes of the shit. I have no idea what a coronation is like in America. We don't have kings or emperors or any of that shit, so I don't fucking know what's gonna be like. Especially like a, a Japanese one. Like it, I imagine it's gonna be very dry and very slow. <laughs> but I'll probably watch some of it until I get bored. You know, but, but I'll let you know what it's like after after all that's gone. So um, that's pretty much it for the golden week and things transitioning out here. Uh, what I wanted to do, I alluded to it on the last podcast again, because I was just like, like, what am I going to talk about? And I'm going to be touching my phone again. I listened to the audio last time and I didn't really pick up uh, me touching my phone. So I'm gonna, I am I grabbed my PC and I was like, uh, I'm, I'm kind of in like a chill mood. I'm just going to do this shit on my phone. So again, if, if any, if it picks up any, any of the movement of, or like me playing with my phone, I'm sorry, but you know, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a professional. So hey, you know, you get an amateur podcast hour. That's what you're getting. All right. Um, so, the main thing I wanted to do was I alluded to Ghibli before, and I thought like tonight tonight might be a good time for me to just run through some Ghibli movies. I was talking about Zatoichi movies uh, before, and uh got a little bit of feedback that you know it was appreciated, so um keeping the movie theme going. We'll talk about Ghibli movies. I didn't know really shit about Ghibli movies before before coming to Japan, so um, it's, they're really really important part of Japanese culture. So if you want to get familiar with Japan, I recommend before you come to Japan, watch a couple of Ghibli movies at least, just to get a feel for like the cadence of Japanese. Life and even, you know, even if the is not completely related to Japan, the kind of groove of Japan is definitely present in those movies. You know, uh, you can definitely feel it. Don't watch that shit dubbed in English. Please don't do that to yourself. Watch it, watch it it with English subtitles in Japanese, like it, you know, fucking. Just don't do it to yourself. I think I watched one of these movies before with one one of my wife's friends and they were like, oh, it's in English. And they were just watching it in English. And it's totally different. It's a totally different experience. You you know, you you really get a feel for how Japanese people communicate with themselves if you're watching this thing in Japanese, the way it's supposed to be um, presented. So. We're talking about Ghibli movies, right? And uh, all I did was just pull up... According to Wikipedia, let me say this. Okay, because I don't know how much this shit is real. But... (laughs) But okay. So here's what I'm going to do. Wow, really? Okay, if this is true... Is this on here then? Is this on here? Okay. Um, before she was official founding so just a list of different movies again this is according to wikipedia the first one uh, i have to talk about which is my wife's favorite movie is naushka of the valley of the wind right naushka of the valley naushka of the valley of the wind again if you just put in ghibli naushka you'll figure it out um really Good movie, um, a bit older. According to Wikipedia, it was made before the founding official founding of Ghibli Studios, so it's not officially on the list. It's like a little side note, but fuck it, it is on the list. And now is the first Ghibli fucking shit. Okay. I well, I've seen it several times. Um mainly I watched it all in Japanese with no English subtitles, just because if I'm watching it with my wife, like, you know, but I have seen it also with English subtitles. It is a great movie. Um I can't really spoil anything for you, but... Uh, how do I say this? How do I say this without spoiling anything? Japanese... I'll just only say this, just to be on the safe side. Japanese movies... In a lot. In watching a lot of these, you'll realize that the flow of the movie and even the ending of the movie is very different from American or Western movies. Again, I'm American, sorry. But Western-style movies. And... <laughs> Excuse me, one of the um big things I noticed, which I had to kind of adjust to in in the beginning, I felt very dissatisfied with several movies that I watched i 'm not saying you're going to be dispat- dissatisfied with these movies, but it took an adjustment period for me to realize like something was different. Japanese movies a lot of times end in a very open ended kind of way and it feels kind of incomplete if you're if you're used to watching kind of um western movies where there's always like a clean and clear wrap up to the movie and all the loose ends are kind of tied together and you understand this is what the beginning middle and end of the story arc in a story in a a movie Japanese movies don't always end like that and I've talked to several students about it and some people have told me I've heard it from several different students I don't know if this is the consensus but that you know Japanese people kind of tend to enjoy imagining what happens after the credits roll you know what about this and maybe that and putting their own spin on you know a movie after it's ended and that kind of continues the the fantasy experience for a lot of people here but on the Western side, like, we're like, yo, what the fuck happened? We just wanna know. Like, you know, I, I'm the type of person, I wanna know. What, did they get married? Did they did the person die? Where did they go? What the fuck is happening? Who's gonna. You know, I, I'm that type of person too. So I've definitely had to adjust my, the way I kinda consume movies, especially when they're Japanese movies, and kinda brace myself <laughs> for towards the end of the movie thinking like okay something weird and unexpected might happen also another personal observation a lot of japanese movies not all not always ghibli movies but a lot of japanese movies in general and very melancholy or even very sad you just end up being like what the fuck like you know can i get a happy ending like happy endings are kind of few and far between in a lot of these movies that i'm watching especially the more traditional ones um a lot of like uh kudosawa movies are like that as well open-ended melancholy you're just like fuck i feel dirty i need a shower after watching this i mean it's a great ride and it's very emotional and enthralling but again it's very open-ended and not that kind of Western style happy ending fantasy, Alice in Wonderland, Wizard of Oz type thing. You're not going to get that every time with these movies. So if you haven't seen them and really don't know what you're getting yourself into, be prepared for that, right? And I would say now she kind of falls into one of those categories. Again, it is a great movie. I'm just thinking about how much information I'm giving about these. I probably might have to do this list in parts because I'm going to kind of looking at the time kind of wrap up pretty soon just because shit it's almost midnight okay (laughs) yeah i'm gonna have to probably do this in parts then i'm just gonna do maybe three of these movies and and then just do this in parts because i'm already my battery's starting to get low people getting low okay (laughs) you can hear i'm getting all loopy anyway all right um castle in the sky is the next one right it came out in 1986 again all this stuff is according to wikipedia so i'm just gonna stop saying that over and over again but that's just you know again i don't trust that shit completely but um but i'm but enough to check it okay (laughs) all right um so castle in the sky the japanese title let let me click on this and tell you the japanese title click on it Okay, the title's not coming up. Oh, there it goes. So looks up t- is uh tenku no shiro raptor. Oh yeah, ten- Okay, tenku no shiro raptor, which is literally castle in the sky, translated. Um, that was uh, I haven't seen that. I've I've only actually only seen that movie maybe once or twice. It's another one of my wife's favorites um it is a very good movie uh you know i have good kind of things memories of that movie again that's another one i think i've either seen halfway through or it's probably on our, our tv hard drive too but um that's one of like the, you know nausicaa Lapter and the next one I'm going to talk about are are pretty, pretty high up on the list. I'm going to skip one of them just because I haven't seen it. I'm really going to only talk about ones that I'm pretty, pretty much familiar with. Um, my Neighbor Totoro. My son's into it now. Like, we were just watching it, like, two days ago. He's seen it probably, like, 15, 20 times already. Like, apparently just Japanese kids grow up with it. Like, that's just what it is. I mean, it is a happy movie. Um, if you want it, it does give you me too, watching I, th- I think I really paid attention to it after we recorded it on TV and after my son was born and just seeing how he interacts with it and me just watching it with different eyes as a father um, it does give you a sense of of, of life in the countryside in Japan um, Showa era Again, Showa is more the time after uh, World War II, the time of Japan's expanding economy up to the bubble era in Japan. Um, the, a lot of shit happened during the Showa era. So it's kind of like golden age of Japanese society, yeah, um, golden modern age of Japanese society. You'll hear people talk about Showa. would have very fond memories. So um, uh, it is a very Showa kind of movie. Uh, and... Yeah, you can you can get a sense of how people lived their life at, during that time. It's not heavy at all. It's a very lighthearted movie. Uh, I enjoy it quite a, quite a bit. Uh, one that I remember, I'm just going to skip over it very quickly, because Kiki's Delivery Service, I think I've only seen it once. It's kind of not really clear in my memory. It doesn't really stand out in my memory. I do remember it being a very entertaining movie, a good movie, but I just don't have that much in my memory bank to really elaborate on and I'm not just gonna be like guessing. So watch it for yourself. Let me know in a comment. You know, do what you do. Okay, let me just do one of these. This one I've seen I actually saw just a couple of years ago a nineteen ninety two movie called uh Portico Rosso is the English title and the Japanese title is uh, which is like a crimson pig basically because he's like the red pig he's like the red baron basically the red baron you know like a dog fighter like little old school double in, double wing planes i don't know what the fuck they're called but he's like a dog fighting pig and he was a guy who was turned into a pig we don't really know why he was turned i was like asking my wife like again i want answers i'm like Yo, so Are they going to tell us why he turned into a pig? Are we going to find out? Like, yo, what the fuck happened? And and my wife is kind of like, yeah, some shit happened. And they don't really go into it. I'm like, what the fuck, man? I want to know his origin story. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all about the origin story. But um, that was a pretty entertaining movie for me. Uh, Again, the ending is, like I alluded to before, It's one of those, in my opinion. But that's one that i would recommend you give a shot if you have not seen it already um again i it, it's not one of the more famous ones so i was kind of like a little bit thrown off um when i finally got around to see it i was like oh, okay this is cool it's different it's different than your cut run-of-the-mill uh ghibli movie let me see what is this one that i haven't Uh, didn't see that one. Okay. Uh, There's another one before that, but which I haven't seen, so I won't talk about. And I'm going to just stop. We're almost 25 minutes on the dot. I'm just going to wave the white flag right now. Um, and so we'll just pick this up on two. But, you know, I think that's good enough information to get you started, get your palate wet, if you will. You got, you know, a little bit of homework if you haven't seen any of those movies. If you have... Uh cool. <laughs> Again, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm running on empty right now. Um if you want to just if you don't want to wait and just just look at the Studio Ghibli uh Wikipedia page, you know, you maybe you can find some of the movies on there. Um, or you can wait for my feedback on some of them if, if, but yeah, uh, it's your life. Live, you live your life, do whatever you want to do, do it however you want to. But next week or next, yeah, probably next week. Um, I'll be back with the, f- to ideally finish the list. So that's it for now. All right. Have a good week, y'all. And I'll talk to you sometime very soon. All right. Peace.